0: Hey guys, it's me, Andrew. Welcome to Season 6 of Pasta Myths. Just wanted to do a little recap. Now all seasons are going to be yearly. So 2023, all of it is for Season 6. So I will try to get as much content and as many episodes as I can out. And you'll be seeing some SCPs and some other podcasts with other people or other stories. But mainly, 90% of everything will be the Creepypastas. I hope you guys enjoy this season. I hope you guys have a great year. But please enjoy Season 6 of Creepypasta Myths. Welcome to season 6 of Creepy Pasta Myths. I am your host, Andrew. Please enjoy tonight's creepy reading. Let's begin. Have you seen this man? Written by Anonymous. I am not a dog person. This hasn't always been the case, though. As a matter of fact, I used to love them. I grew up telling everyone that I would be a veterinarian one day. Had that been the case, I'd like to think that I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. I'm a nervous wreck. As long as I can remember, I've suffered from constant paranoia. If you ask my parents, they'd tell you entirely different stories. According to them, I was calm cool and collected as a child they say it wasn't until i was around 12 when the way i carried myself drastically changed i don't remember much from back then however there was a particular scene from my childhood that i will never be able to push out of my mind something or rather someone that has shadowed me for the rest of my life january 1st 1994 Remember how I said I wasn't a dog person? Well, there's a reason for that. As I said, I've told my parents that I wanted to be a veterinarian. They supported me. They wanted me to be successful. I take for granted how much they cared for me. They bought me books on animal anatomy. They took me to the zoos. They brought me various VHS documentaries on animals. They tried their best to raise me into the adult that I wanted to be. The adult that my parents could be proud of. My birthday was in November. I was turning 12. My previous attempts on asking my parents for a pet had always ended badly. They would always say I wasn't old enough. That I wasn't prepared for the responsibility of looking after a living, breathing animal. I was set to prove them wrong. This year, I was 12. I'd been reading up on all those animal books, and this year I knew I was ready. Once again, I told my parents that I wanted an animal this year. Their reaction was different this time. My father gave me a single, maybe. And with that, I knew what I'd be getting for my birthday this year. It was no surprise when I woke up the day of my birthday to a small puppy licking my face. I was thrilled. There my parents were standing at my bedroom door, smiling warmly. They wished me a happy birthday and gave me a speech about how I needed to treat the dog the way I would any other living being. They provided me with the dog food, bowls, and a leash. In that moment, I was the happiest I had ever been in my life. That dog was my best friend. The time I spent with the dog was great. I was an only child, homeschooled. I was never really able to have interactions with people my age. Not that I had been a problem with doing so. My dog, who I named Theo had steadily grown a bond with me over the course of a month. We bonded the way any other kid would bond with his dog. We went on walks, we played together, I bathed him, fed him, and overall, trying to raise him the best that I could, as my parents had done for me. Needless to say, my parents were impressed. Their opinion of me soon changed. It was January 1st, the beginning of a new year, and a new beginning for me, I woke up at around 10 a.m., a late start for me. I never actually made it to midnight on New Year's before. I felt like absolute crap. I was greeted in the kitchen by my mother, who had provided a delicious breakfast. My mother's cooking was the stuff of legends. As I sat in the dining room table to eat my breakfast, Theo greeted me from under the table and sat down at my feet. I slipped him a piece of bacon. He was delighted. My breakfast was cut short. One of my chores was to get the mail every day as soon as I heard the familiar sound of the mail truck. I shot up out of my chair. One of my animal documentaries taught me about Ivan Pavlov and his dogs. Funny how I didn't know I was being conditioned to react a certain way to the sound of that truck. I was still tired from last night. I fumbled toward the front door. I wasn't paying much attention. As soon as I opened the door, Theo took off as fast as he could. I couldn't process what just happened. He had never done this before. I collected my thoughts and decided to go after him. I grabbed my jacket from the coat rack and ran outside. As soon as I stepped foot on my porch, I froze. Theo hadn't gotten far. He hadn't even left the front yard. The yard's exit was blocked by a man. That was the first time I saw him. The man looked straight at me. He didn't blink. I didn't know what to do or how to feel. At first, I was grateful. He was the only thing standing between Theo and the rest of the world. He said nothing. Theo was looking up at him. He wagged his tail. He panted. It was as if the man didn't notice the dog was there. He just kept staring. I wanted to say something. I wanted to thank him. The way he was looking at me was if he was expecting me to say something. I couldn't bring myself to. Without averting his gaze, he kneeled down and picked up Theo by the scurf of his neck. Theo whined. I wanted to tell him to put down my dog, but again, I couldn't. I simply couldn't think of appropriate words. My mind was all in a jumble. I couldn't move, and I couldn't think straight. All I could do was watch. The man reached down into his pocket, pulled out a knife, and cut the dog's throat in one quick motion blood spilled onto the snow covered ground he held the dog in the air for a few seconds letting Theo's blood form a puddle underneath him the man then simply let go Theo fell with a light crunch onto the reddened snow again the man's gaze did not leave mine he dropped the knife to the ground and merely walked away It wasn't until he was completely out of sight that I could move again. I made my way over to Theo's garbling corpse and stood over him. I wanted to cry, but couldn't shed a single tear. My mother emerged from the house, surely wondering why getting the mail was taking so long. I don't blame her for screaming. She saw me standing over the mangled corpse of Theo, knife on the ground. It didn't take a genius to put two and two together. The scene described itself. Aftermath of the First Occurrence In the following months, my parents had forced me into seeing a psychiatrist. When asked why I killed Theo, I tried to tell him that it wasn't me. I tried my best to tell him about the man. I could tell he wasn't buying it. Alright, said the therapist with a smug tone. Tell me what this man looked like. That's when I realized... I couldn't describe him. It's not that I didn't remember his face. It's just... He was so generic. I wouldn't be able to describe him without describing millions of other people in the world. His face was so forgettable. I know. I stared at the man for a good five minutes. One would assume I would be able to remember the face of a man who had killed my dog without breaking eye contact with me. It was like I knew what he looked like. But my brain couldn't translate his appearance into words. I didn't answer the therapist's question. I simply slumped into my chair. Throughout my entire life, this man has popped up in multiple occasions. I may go into further detail in the future, but all I can say for now is that he definitely exists. It may seem crazy, but I know what I saw that day. I always see him. Whether he's among a crowd while watching the news or in my dreams. He's real, and he's always watching. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you'd like to listen to. If you haven't done so yet, please do a review. It helps me out. Everything that I use is in the description below. Thank you again for listening to Creepypasta Myths. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode.